Hey guys, how's it going? Uh, my name is Miles Whit Boyer, and you are uh, you're tuning in for the, the the very special interview of Jason Vinson alongside myself on the Photographic Collective podcast. But hey, before I kick in Jason and we talk about all of the cool things that he does with light as well as just diversifying his brand uh, across the entire industry, I want to remind you a few things. If this is the first time you've come into this podcast or you're watching us over on YouTube or anywhere else this is streaming, there's really uh, just a few clear purposes of this podcast. First, we want to encourage you to up-level your brand, to increase your client experience, and then, of course, to build a positive and more intentional community in the photo industry. So just by being here, you're already on your way. Uh, guys, I hinted at this just a second ago. I'm really excited. Over on uh, on YouTube, if you're watching, I am adding Jason to to the uh, the screen. And uh, and let me give Jason a quick a quick uh, intro. If you don't know Jason Vinson and you do know me, uh, your life is a lie. Uh, J- Jason Jason Vinson is one of the most uh, just one of the most recognized names in the photo industry these days. But I also get to say that he's a friend and he lives like right down the street. Though I can't prove that because I never see him here in town. So, uh, Jason, dude, thank you so, so much for, for being here with me today, man. Yeah, my pleasure. Glad to be here. Um, yeah, okay. it's funny. We, we, we hang out at WPPI like every day for an entire week. And then we come back to Northwest Arkansas and it's like, I won't see you until WPPI again. Yeah, that's true. Are you going? Oh, wait, hold on. So, so sidebar really quick. Are you going this next year? Yeah, plan is to go. I haven't. They haven't sent out like specific like speaker announcements on who's speaking and stuff like that. But I'm assuming I'll be there. Yeah, I'm assuming, uh, if, guys. If you're if you're listening and you didn't pick that up, he is assuming, uh, guys. This is this is going to be a special and and uh, and really cool podcast because uh, all of the other recordings, though, though I've done recordings now with a few really close friends, uh, you know, like Phil Porto and Brandon Mucheri. Um, Jason and I have actually recorded podcasts together before, like a number of them in a podcast that never actually released. Someday when we're famous, we're going to have to like leak those. Dig them out of the gutters. Yeah. I, I say leak as though anybody would actually want to listen to them. <laughs> okay. So, so on the off chance though, Jason, that, that people don't know you and Chastity, give us just like a high level on who you are, where you are. Um, you know, like what it is that, that brings you to the table today? Uh, so primarily a husband and wife team that does wedding photography is kind of like the main, the main gig that we do. Um, and then on the side of that, um, you know, I write for a handful of publications. Um, I run a Facebook group for photography, um, presets. Um, I do some, a bunch of education stuff. I'm getting ready to partner with a YouTube channel. Uh, so just a handful of stuff like just sprinkled throughout the industry. Yeah. And, and I will say this about you. Um, you're one of the early influences for me uh, personally, uh, about this idea. And it's the reason why it came to mind immediately to talk to you about it, but this idea of, of how important it is to sort of diversify, um, where you show up as a brand. I, I feel like that's actually true across all creative endeavors. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I, there's, there's a lot of noise these days, right. About this idea of like niche down, and, but do you ever feel like, I, th- I feel like people drink that Kool-Aid and they go too far and then they only offer one thing. And if that one thing, like, like the pandemic happens, right? Like that one thing comes into play that, that there's like, there's like any trouble with it. Then what do you do? Right. Um, okay. So you mentioned you wrote, you write for a few, uh, a few different publications. What, I mean, go ahead, dude, like name drop, tell us, tell us the good stuff. 
Um, so I write for F Stoppers. I've been writing for them for, gosh, I'd have to do the math, at least seven years. Mm-hmm. Um, I've done a couple articles for Petapixel, for Rangefinder. Um, I am also a writer for um, the new Flashpoint Creator blog. It's like, um, if you don't know, who Flashpoint is basically like the U.S. brand of Godox. Um, they're mm-hmm. through Adorama and stuff like that, and they're really trying to like segregate their Flashpoint brand as like its own entity. So they have their new, they have a new like website and blog and stuff like that. So I've been doing um, articles for them as well. Um, and then uh, Develop is a uh, preset company, and I uh, manage their Facebook group. Yeah, man. I, okay, so that that I think that gives everybody like a high level here, like an actual understanding, because. Uh, Jason, I, I, I always laugh at him. I think I actually told you this, man, at, at uh, in Vegas. But I always kind of laugh every time I find something new in the uh, in the photo industry. Like every time, without without exception, every single time I stumble into something new, um, Jason already either owns it or has used it. Or I mean, you're the guy <laughs> that I reach out to that I'm like, hey, have you heard about this light? And you're like, nah, it's all right, you know. But here's a great alternative. Um, so I, like, how does, is that just sort of the, the engineer in you, the, I, I guess you should give that backstory a little bit, but is that just sort of the dork in you? Like that, that you just love to play with new things? Yeah. And I mean, that's kind of like the reason why I fell into photography. Cause so my background is mechanical engineering. I did that for almost 10 years, um, at Tyson foods. Um, and so I just have that, I guess that technical desire, technical aspect where I just, I like to tinker and I like to kind of geek out and stuff like that. And so, um, just growing through the, like the photography industry, that's obvious. It's obviously a very technical industry. And so I just kind of felt myself wanting to play around with cool things. And that's kind of how I ended up being a writer for F stoppers is it opened up doors for me to do reviews on lights and cool gadgets and all kinds of stuff without actually having to like pay thousands of dollars so I can like play with this toy and send it back in two weeks. Cause in general, like my, I play with a lot of gear, but my kit is actually very very tight. Like I don't shoot with a lot of things. Um, but I do like to play with things for a little while. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's really, uh, it's interesting to me. I've, I've described you a number of times in this way, but I, I don't think I've ever done it in a recorded context. And, and I know you're probably on the edge of your seat, like what's miles going to say right now, <laughs> but I mean, come on, we've both, both of us have, we've both done some things. We've both traveled and, and, uh, and won some awards and we've got, we've got a few little accolades under our belt, but I always, I always explain Jason and Chastney as like the Academy Award photographers. Like they're the, they're the (laughs) photographers that your favorite photographer loves to follow. Um, just because you do things like you try things, uh, in, in actual shoot, like with actual pressure under contract, you try things that I think most photographers don't have the courage to, to go after. And, and I see that sort of experimentation in you a lot where um, I've heard you say this before as well, where you, it's like you, you don't know what's going to happen either, but that's the fun in it. Mm-hmm. Right. So, so tell us really quick before, before we like get into some, some more kind of nitty gritty stuff and talk through uh, a few of the ways that you've been able to really spread your brand um, across the entire industry. Uh, I'd love to hear the story and everybody's heard this a hundred times, but I still want to hear it again. When you and Chassis started shooting, you had one camera, right? And so your workflow was, talk us through that. Your workflow was essentially to share this camera. So what did that, what did that end up doing for you creatively? Um, And it's actually kind of defined how we shoot 
up to today. So essentially, whenever we first started shooting, and this was obviously before we were shooting weddings, this would be like family thing, like family sessions and um, engagement sessions and stuff like that, where you didn't need two people shooting at the same time. Uh, but basically, we just had one camera, and we were doing it for fun for friends and family or like a friend of someone that we just shot. And um, I would take pictures, and while I was taking pictures, Chasney would figure out what she's going to do next. And then when she was shooting, I would figure out what I was going to do next. And that's kind of trickled into whenever now whenever we shoot weddings, um, we don't both have to always be shooting, especially when it comes to portraits. Um, and so when she has an idea, she just takes the reins. Um, and then while she's doing that, I'll either go off and find the next location or I'll set up a light for something interesting or um, play around with an idea and kind of fine tune things until she's done. And then when she's done, it's my turn to take over and then she gets to kind of go wander off and stuff as well. Yeah, I, I think that the the practicality of that is has has changed the way that I shoot a lot. And uh, and I don't know if I've ever said this to you directly or not. But, um, you know, I, I think everybody now on, on different podcasts has heard me point out things like, you know, though, I love the fearless groups, and I love all the like looks like film communities. And, and I like I love the way photographers love to kind of click together. Mm-hmm. What I feel like ends up happening inadvertently when that when that starts to come together is we basically all become mimics of each other so now it's like who can get the most wild authentic dance floor photo right or then who can get the most like the cars streaking with the couple stopped and who can right and and we just all start kind of like mimicking the same cycle over and over again i think there's actually a lot of growth in that Mm -hmm. but what i see about your work is that you do that live with Chastity, you 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 allow yourself the the freedom to try and find something brand new, um, and then when you come back and you show that to to all of us, whether it's via an Instagram reel or a YouTube, or just a you know an article, but you show us how that that moment was engineered. Mm-hmm. It's it's pretty cool, Jason. Like it's pretty Thank cool you. to watch that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So. I uh, I told I mentioned it in my Facebook community earlier today that um, that I was going to try and get like lighting secrets out of you, and I promise that is going to happen. Um, <laughs> but but I want to I want to talk through this quickly because you're you're like the lighting. I mean, you really I don't know I don't know anybody else that uses light the way that you do. How have you trained yourself to to trust that when you see light, it's going to work? Um trial and error i mean that it, it, it just has to boil down to practicing and understanding what light does how setting up a flash is going to alter the scene how underexposing the ambient light is going to change the overall mood and things like that and just and then also figuring out how to modify the light in a certain way because a lot of people when they start playing with off-camera flashes they just throw it on camera or even if it's off camera um but they don't modify it in any way, so it just they're just blasting the room with light, and so it's filling the light. It's filling the room with light, but it, and it's coming from a different direction than you know crappy overhead ambient light. Um, but there's nothing interesting about it because it's just a big blanket of light. Mm, um, yeah. So that's that's why really the majority of everything I do has some type of grid on it because I really want to focus and narrow the light, um, and then from there playing with colors um, and things like that as well, and obviously like you know, mixing ambient light, and continuous light, and then you can start going down a bunch of different rabbit holes. Yeah. So if you guys are over on, uh, on YouTube right now, you see that I'm, uh, I'm actually scrolling through Jason's website. So you can kind of see what I mean. I, I think often we, we pay compliments to, uh, to photographers in this industry that are not necessarily deserved. And I don't mean that in a hateful way. I just, 
I mean to say that um, often we're not looking at the originator of an idea when we pay a compliment. And when you see Jason and Chastney's work, it's very evident to me that though they have influences, and I know you guys, I mean, you're, you're outspoken about the influences that you have, right? Yeah, definitely. But, but though you have influences, your work is absolutely uh, unique to who you are and the, and the techniques that you guys have developed. And that is absolutely remarkable. It's a really cool thing to see. Um, okay, so here's, here's something that I, that I want to point through because before we talk through this idea of like how to diversify and look further into um, you know, the industry and, and ways that you can engage and encourage other people, I think it's valuable to point out. I know we mentioned that we live just a few miles away from each other. Um, when was the last time I, I would say, let's, let's call it what it is. I think we're probably two of the more sought after photographers in a fairly small region, a fairly small area. When was the last time that you lost a wedding to me? Oh, I don't, I have no idea where we have. So we have so different styles that I feel like anybody that's looking at me is probably not looking at you. And anyone that's looking at you is probably not looking at me. <laughs> Guys, if you literally only take one thing from this podcast today, it's, it's that sentence. Um, it's, it's, it's that, it's that point right there. Uh, the, the sense is that, you know, before you have the confidence to kind of diversify and spread out and, and look at different ways and areas that you can engage and build and, 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 uh, you give to the community around you, you have to kind of find your own lane, like who you're going to be and what that's going to look like. And so, yeah, my, my point is simple. Jason and I coexist right down the street from each other. But we've, it's, we've never stepped on each other's toes. Uh, you know, I like, I see his work and I'm blown away. I, frequently, we're shooting at a lot of the same venues. Um, and, uh, and I have to go back sometimes and actually look at where the heck you were to try and understand. Um, which is, a, a, that's a pretty cool thing. Okay, so we um, hinting at this idea of like different... What does that meant for you? Let's maybe like in the in the sphere of the last year, year and a half of your life, Jason. What is what does it look like to you to have your name in so many different places? Um, what do you mean? Like, what does it mean for me to like? Because I mean, that's that type of stuff doesn't just like come out of thin air. You have to like work towards that, right? So it wasn't it wasn't like WPPI looked me up and reached out to me and was like, "Hey, do you want to come be a speaker?" You have to like put yourself out there and be like. Hey, I'm Jason. I want to be a speaker and try and get in the door. Like, and same thing with writing for F stoppers. They didn't just like email me like, Hey, do you want to be a writer? No, I had to like email them and be like, Hey, I'd love to be a writer. Like, Oh no, not this time. Or try again next time when we would do applications for writers and stuff like that. And same with all the other publications. Like there, there are times where people will reach out. Like, um, I have a couple articles in like some magazines and stuff like that, where they reached out and want me to write like a specific piece for them. Um, but all of that has been based off the work that I got to get into the other publications that I actually had to work for. Okay. Yeah. So, so it, to sum that up, you've been really proactive, like ahead of time about, about expanding and, and spreading yourself out. Yeah. And it, you just can't wait for it either. So it's just like, if you have, if you have the desire to do something, you can't just have it on your list of like, Oh, I hope this happens one day. Just like get out there and try and make it happen. Um, hence so like, the reason- I, like I, I wanted to write for F stoppers. Um, it, it felt like it was going to open some doors, give me some opportunities. Um, it was a blog that I was frequenting at the time. Um, and so I just tried to make it happen. Yeah. And you know, I think what's really powerful about that, my, my point was really simple and, and you, you tell you perfectly said it. 
I think, I think mo- so much of our industry tends to feel as though like, you know, Hey, if you want to win these remarkable awards, right? Like, like Jason, you've been named in the top of the top of the top year after year for however many years now. And, and by guys, what I mean by that is not like Jason has been named the number one wedding photographer in the state of Arkansas. We're talking like, you know, top 50 in the world type of conversations. You have to get your name out there for that type of thing to happen. Mm-hmm. Right. But then the, the return on that, tell me about the, what the return then for you is about having such a, a spread out brand. Um, you know, it's, and it's not necessarily like spreading out my brand as a wedding photographer. It's like spreading out my brand as just a creator. Um, and so like when the pandemic hit and we, um, weren't shooting as many weddings, instead, I already had my foot in the door to write articles and do all these different things. And so I was just able to do that more. And so instead of spending my time editing a wedding and stuff, I was spending it um, reviewing a piece of gear or writing an article or doing some Patreon content. Um, and so it's just having different avenues that when one, one part of that stream slows down, I can just develop, I can just spend more time on the other streams. Yeah. I think that's, that's the, the coolest thing about this conversation that I'm really hoping to sort of talk through is every other chat that we've done so far on this podcast has been really either community minded or like very, like how to find your purpose or kind of how to live in passion. But what you do is so intentional um, that I, I think there's a, a lot of value to people seeing what this looks like over time. Like once these ideas evolve, not mm-hmm. the first time you wrote for F stoppers, but the 50th time that you wrote for F stoppers. Right. And now, and now you have these other opportunities that have kind of unwound themselves. Um, okay. So I want to, I want to dig into some like fairly practical, like kind of actionable tips then, because I know we talked about kind of going back and forth on this a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so assuming now that people kind of grasp the value in, in having, instead of saying like, all I do is show up and shoot a wedding and Instagram that wedding and then show up and shoot the next wedding. Mm-hmm. Right. Assuming that people are starting to see the value in, in, in actually having your name and your brand and your community at large growing out instead of just up and down. Um, what are some, what are some practical ways? Like, give me a, give me two ways maybe that, um, that people can do that and, uh, and where to start with that. I think the main way would just to be to try and figure out what it is that you actually like to do in your business and figure out where you can do that more for other people. Um, so for me, like, playing with the technical aspect, playing with light, playing with gear was something that I enjoyed. So how can I do that more outside of my regular shooting and editing and delivering and stuff like that? Um, and so that's where, that's what led me to like writing articles and stuff like that. Now, if you're, if your main, main love outside of your business is, or like inside of your business is working on your website or, um, writing blogs and content and SEO and all that stuff, like figure out how you can do that for other people and maybe have a little side hustle where you write blogs for other photographers or you work on their SEO or um, you help fine tune people's websites and you give website critiques for other photographers and things like that. So just find what, find what it is that you like to do in your business and figure out how you can do that more for other people that are doing kind of the same thing that might not like doing that. Man, I, I love I, you just teed me up there perfectly because this is the, <laughs> like I'm going to well, I'm going to give the other side of that coin. So so for instance, I mean, you just said specifically said because you love to play with the technical stuff like you love to play with the lighting 
and the and you know the gear it opened an avenue for you to do that so that other people could learn from you mm-hmm. right and then you monetized it. And I understand that that, that comes first, but I, th- I feel like the, the way that you just explained that is really specific. You basically said you found a problem and then you solved it for people and you just started to give into that solution. And, and then it became, you know, a monetary thing. And the way that teased me up is, is by saying that the other end of that coin, it, for me at least, is, is a similar tip in the sense that I would say, you know, I love, though I love all the dorky stuff as well, I'm honestly, I'm just not as good at it as you are. And, uh, and I don't enjoy pouring my time into that. I love relationships. Like I love loving on people. And so, um, you know, I've, I've been saying for years, like if you want to be more valuable, just give more away. Mm-hmm. Uh, just, just continually just pour into people. And I, that's what I see, you know, sort of what you just said. Eventually it monetizes. It's really interesting how if you just continue to give and give and give, people start to feel more and more uncomfortable taking and taking and taking. And, uh, <laughs> and eventually you get paid for it. But, but right <laughs> off the bat, you just, you just have the opportunity to just serve and love people, which is really cool. Okay, so, so yeah. give me something else then. Oh, man, that was my only tip. No, that um, was it. <laughs> that's the only tip you get. <laughs> that's it. Um, yeah, I'd have to think. Okay, well then I'll go. I'll go with another one, and I'll yeah, and I'll I, this time I tee, I'll tee you up. How about that? Um, how like about it. It, how about instead of of looking at your your industry, your photo industry, as this massive, enormous community that is only connected, it's only glued together by like the social media abyss. How about instead of doing that, you look at your community as the the sphere of people that are immediately connected to you already. And you find ways in which you can serve those people, whether via education, via helping them. Maybe if you are really great at writing SEO or great at websites, um, offering that to the people in your immediate network, even your own competition to say like, hey, can I help you clean up your, uh, your website design? Or can I help you write copy for your social? Or would you be willing to allow me to uh, assist uh, with you know, teaching you maybe some new lighting ideas or lighting techniques that might really assist? And, uh, and if you do that with humility, I think it's, it's going to be pretty fascinating how you become, you become the glue instead of like following on Instagram becomes the glue, right? No. Um, okay, your that's turn. A, that's, an interesting, uh, that's an interesting way to... Way to tackle it. I mean, it's essentially you're you're giving and giving, uh, but you're just being more specific on who you're giving to, right? So it's kind of like the first the first tip, but you're just doing it more intentionally on instead of just like blanket giving to the internet, you're actually specific picking specific people, right? Yeah. Well, so I spoke about actually in our last episode, Jason. I don't know if you've had a chance to listen to that or not, but I spoke about in the last episode this idea of like utilizing your social media as a massive dm engine instead of instead of trying to like like just push the entire world into liking and following and sharing your content Mm -hmm. um pulling relationships in that actually are really valuable and doing that in private and allowing the dm to be where you spend the majority of your time instead of in your profile um and uh and that that's totally revolutionized i mean that's it's interesting because you're one of the few kind of very known photographers that I have a relationship with that that isn't how that relationship started. Most of like my, my, my more known friends uh, have happened from us just sort of building relationships quietly, not, 
you know, mm-hmm. not me like fangirling them in the comments, right? <laughs> Although I still do plenty of that too. <laughs> um, all right, I like it. Let me think. Uh, another tip. Um, I think just finding things that are going to help you grow. So we, we've kind of talked about the the awards platform and stuff like that. And so like, I think it's fun to win awards and it's, it's, but I don't think it's something that um, is going to necessarily drastically push your business. Like I don't book a ton of weddings just because I won a fearless award, like maybe one or two a year, but being a part of this platform, the like fearless community and that platform has helped push me to become a better photographer because it makes me tackle the day a little differently. Um, I never, I never intentionally shoot for a fearless award, but I do intentionally shoot to be different. If that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. No, it makes um, perfect so, sense. And, and it's not, and it's mostly for our clients. Um, because what I ran into whenever we first started shooting is I would see some photographers work and like if you go through a blog post of theirs and then you go through the next one they were essentially like cut and paste right it was just like put bride a and groom b here and then bride c and groom d here and they were the exact same and so we never wanted our couples to feel like they got the same thing that another couple got and we never want a couple to walk into um the living room of another client of ours and be like, Oh, we have that exact same picture hanging on our wall. You know what I mean? And so the goal was always to give at least something different. You can't do that for an entire day, obviously. Um, but to always have some type of portrait or moment or something that was just absolutely unique to them. And so that's another reason why that helped that's helped me push further is because once I get an idea for some sort of like interesting portrait, I never do it again unless I can put some sort of spin on it to be different. So like if I get a cool, I've gotten a cool champagne shot. Um, the very first champagne shot that we ever did, um, like maybe six months to a year later, a client asked us to do that same shot for them. And I was like, no, we're not, we'll do a champagne shot, but we're going to do something different so that it's yours. So it's like, I'll do it, but it has to be something, there has to be a spin on it. If that makes sense. Mm, yes, I love it. I love it, man. Hey, I, I have to admit this while while we're like, you know, live or pseudo live and everybody gets to hear me actually say the way that how, how extensive extensively, I'm sorry, you actually influence me with these these thought processes. Um, so I just flew back in yesterday from from a wedding in New York. I right, right actually right over the Connecticut line. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I'm in Connecticut yesterday. Uh, sorry, the day before yesterday. Shooting this wedding. And we ran late on everything. It rained. The sun ended up going down. And right behind the venue is this gorgeous old brick alley um, that's lined in cool street lights, And it's still misting. And the sun is down. And I've got, I mean, I, I, come on. Like, I, Jason, J- you're like, you're like, okay. And what did you do, Miles? <laughs> this is a dream. And, yeah, right? uh, and, and here's what I did is I, I went out there um, and I didn't. Uh, I didn't take the necessary time. Like you were talking about like that, that moment where you go out and you see it, you visualize it, you, you understand where you're headed, what the goal is. And uh, then you come back in, make sure that you're geared up, make sure that you're kind of ready for it. And then you grab the couple. I did it backwards. I got excited and I was like, Hey, we only have two minutes for this. And I grabbed them and I was like, outside go. And I threw up a couple flashes and I shot it and I botched it. (laughs) <laughs> it was not good, man. It was so, um, anyway, I, so I, I only say that to say, like, 
I think, I think frequently we always talk in these podcasts about all the successes or like all the things that go right. Uh-huh. But nobody ever admits that like, man, I tried in my head. I'm not kidding, guys. I'm genuinely not, not exaggerating when I say like, this is going to be a Jason Vincent photo and it is not, but that's okay. <laughs> um, that's okay. So I admit the rest- that I'm going to fail on every single wedding and I yeah. tell it to the clients, be like, Hey, we're going to come over here. I want to try something. It's probably not going to work, but give me five minutes just to see if it works. And if it works, it might be cool. So that's what I, I did wrong is I, I didn't tell wedding. them. That's okay. Jeez. Okay. I need to be, I need to be more direct then. This well, then that, way when, that way when the photo doesn't end up in the gallery, they're like, Oh, it must not have worked. Yep. Nailed it. Okay. So I didn't even tell you that we were going to do this today. Um, but Uh-oh. I, here we go. Are you ready for this? Um, because you are like, you're, you're king of random brands and cool things and stuff that's right on the, like the edge um, of what's happening. I want to ask you a ton of really quick questions. I don't have any of these written out. I just want to know your answers because I, I want people to hear this stuff. So, um, okay. Favorite right now, guys, everybody and sponsors, if you're listening to this, calm down. He's, this is just (laughs) loose, loose opinions. Okay. Right now, right now, uh, favorite lighting company, uh, flashpoint for flash and Stella pro for constant lights. I love that. Hey, really, really quick though. Tell me about those cool uh, LED flash things that you were were bragging on the other day. The reflex? Yeah. Yeah. So it's essentially a constant light mixed with a flash. So um, there's one other company that does something similar. It's called Rotolite. But Rotolite is limited to like, I think it's like 500 lumens or something like that. Uh, Mm -hmm. The reflex goes up to 6,000 lumens continuous um, and then up to 18,000 lumens burst. Oh, wow. So this um, is a real you light. Can sh- you can shoot at uh, 20 frames per second on the light. No overheating, no misfires, even in high-speed sync. Oh, dude. Okay. Okay, cool. Yeah. All right. I, I mean, I can't <laughs> wait for the rest of these. Okay. Uh, I'm going to have to listen back now. I'm going to have to take notes on my own thing. Okay. Fa- uh, I already know the answer to this one, but I'm going to ask it just to say we did. Favorite preset okay. company? Uh, develop. Um, favorite preset pack? Uh, the two-man studios pack. They're so good. Why are they so good? Uh, um, they're, hey, they're ridiculous. Sidebar, two episodes ago, I had the chance to sit down with Charmy Pena. And if you haven't heard that episode so yet, yeah, well, I just, I know that's a whole, that you guys, you just have this whole squad of people that all love you and love each other. And uh, <laughs> and so I, I had to tip the hat. The only reason I even know Charmy Pena is because of you. Um, and she's an absolute boss. Okay, favorite, uh, I, obviously, favorite camera company, blah, blah, blah. Sony. Let's get it out of the way. Let's get it out of the way. Um, uh, constant or single shot? Focus. Oh, constant forever. Dang it. What does that even feel like? Okay, I'm not supposed to say these things out loud. Um, <laughs> uh, what, what would be the, like, the thing that you think from a wedding perspective sets you the most apart? Uh, elaborate. Uh, from, from your, from your closest competition, what's like, what's the secret sauce? Uh, I think just lighting and perspective. So it's, it's the product though. As far, as far as like the imagery goes. Yeah. Okay. I I would say so. Yeah. I'm that's not, this isn't a trick question. I'm just, I, I, uh, so I would have answered that question by saying that my client experience Mm-hmm. Um, is I think the thing that sets me. So, but I'm always curious. So, um, you I know are a huge proponent in selling albums, right? Yep. Um, 
do you do like an IPS type concept? So uh, directly after the um, after so after the wedding, the the first time that they see their images, we get together and we do like a big reveal. And through that cool. same meeting, we do like the album design and everything together. Cool. Um, okay, favorite uh, like delivery gallery company. Oh, uh, I've been I've been, on Zenfolio. I've been with them literally from the beginning. I've never used anyone else. Yeah, same. Um, and I've kind of ducked around a little bit, but man, no, at this point, I'm, I have I'm planning around a million going photos. To, um, I'm talking with some people about going to some other ones that have a little bit more like automated sales and and things like that. Um, but it's hard because I literally have every single client photo that I've ever delivered all on one platform. So it's nice to just be like, oh, I could go back to the very first wedding I ever shot and download an image if I want to. Yeah, I think it's interesting because I my assumption is I don't I we can we can talk off air, but I bet we're talking to the same company um, about about jumping over and uh, <laughs> and they're like, oh, we'll migrate everything for you. I'm like, well, it's almost a million photos. And they're like, oh, yeah, uh, okay, um, yeah. One of the companies I think I was looking at, it's like they charge, I think it's like they only charge like a dollar a gallery to go over. But I was like, over like eleven, twelve years of shooting, that's going to be a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I agreed. Um, okay. Do you, did you create your website is freaking amazing. Did you do your own web design or did you hire a designer for that? Did it myself based wow. off of the theme, but okay. it's, uh, a very, very modified theme and it's actually kind of cool. So, um, I also do like family documentaries mm-hmm. and this is just my nerd self that thinks it's cool probably. Um, so I have like a family documentary side of the website. Um, and at first it's a little bit different now cause I've added some stuff to the wedding side, but they used to be direct inverses of each other. So one was like a white background, one was a black background, but oh, cool. so if you went back and forth, they were like an inverse of each other. Yeah. Okay. I like that. That's kind of interesting. <laughs> See, everything is just so intentional. I love it. Um, all right. I'll stop like hounding you, but I, you know, here's the point you guys that, that are, that are, that have hung with us thus far, 35 minutes, 30 minutes into this thing. Um, Jason is, he's a unique guy in this industry. And, and the reason for that is because Jason's like, he's friends with everyone. Um, he is connected to nearly every brand, but he's done it in a really organic way, like a very sort of natural way. And, and so he does have opinions about all of this stuff. It's not like, you know, there's, you'd, you'd have a hard time finding a, a camera company, honestly, a camera that you haven't shot. Um, I can remember, listen, here's a, here's a funny story. I, uh, after I became a Fujifilm and X photographer, I reached out to you to get your reaction from a camera that I couldn't even get my hands on yet. Um, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, that was an awkward moment. I'm like, Hey, I really want to, I really want this camera. You're like, no, it's awesome. You'll love it. I'm like, okay, cool. Thanks. <laughs> Um, okay. So what comes next for, for you guys? I mean, you've, you've won every possible award. I'm sure that you're probably booked up through at least the next year. Um, in your, uh, oh, cool. That one, that time, that time that I, that time that I unplugged the mic during my own interview. So, so what, uh, what comes, what comes next for you? Like where, where are you guys headed? Um, well, we got baby number three in the oven. Oh yeah. Yep. Yes. So 
I think that I, I still always want to shoot weddings, but I think over the next few years, probably dialing back on weddings and maybe dialing up on other types of shoots. Um, probably maybe some senior stuff, some more family stuff. I'd love to do more like family documentaries and stuff like that. Um, and then education side, uh, working on content to do some in-person workshops, um, as well as possibly recording some online workshop content that's more. So I have my Patreon page, which is basically like um, monthly videos and articles that I do for, you know, like image deconstructions, how to edit and stuff like that. But then like an online workshop that is a lot more um, has like an actual path that you're going down. So like an actual lesson plan instead of like little tidbits here and there. Um, and yeah, and then just seeing where things go. <laughs> Man, I love it. I, uh, I just always love being able to cheer you on and kind of watch from the, from the fringes, from literally down the street, but it feels like it, this is, I, it didn't even occur to me if it says anything, it didn't even occur to me until I was making my coffee before our interview started that we could have easily done this thing live. We actually um, could have yeah. like, actually met up in person and <laughs> you could be sitting in my office right now. And, right. uh, but instead, <laughs> instead we're choosing to be down the street from each other. Um, uh, okay. So I, I want to know then, you know, as we start to kind of like wrap this thing up, um, I want to know what, what your secret to sort of having found so much success is. We've talked about you being sort of like, you know, nerdy minded. We've talked about how important it is to work with you, you know, for you and your wife to work together and sort of that process. Mm -hmm. But man, none of that, like you could reverse engineer every piece of that and not get the same sort of remarkable results. So, so what is it, at least in your mind, that has opened all of these doors for you? Um, I think it's just, honestly, for, like, especially like the award stuff, is just the desire to be different. Um, I have, I've always been like, if I show up to an area and there's a bunch of photographers over here, I'm going to go the opposite direction. Um, same thing when I, I do a little bit of like documentary work for like, just for fun. I shot, um, like a motocross race and, um, the, like the, I think it was like the world cup open mountain biking thing here in Fayetteville. And basically every time I'd see a group of photographers go one direction, I just went the other way because, and so the idea is that I always want to show something, a different perspective than what other people are seeing. Um, and I use that on a wedding day as well. And it's, so it's like everybody sees a wedding from their eye level. Right. And so it's always like, get down, get low, go shoot something from where people can't see it themselves. Okay. I, I actually would add a, a 2.0 to that, I think though. And maybe what's interesting is maybe, um, maybe you wouldn't even see it this way, or maybe you do. And you, you just didn't choose this, this piece to, to point out. I would say I think you're probably one of the most connected community parts of our industry, um, people that I know. I, you're a part of nearly every um, every Facebook group, every Facebook community. You're actually involved and engaged in nearly everything that, um, you know, at least that I stumble into. I, I think a big part of the success that you guys have had is in your your willingness, sort of your humility to be a part of a really big crowd and then maybe, you know, find a, a different way to stand out inside of it. 
maybe. Um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, case case in point for me, you're you're in over at uh, you know in my cute little Facebook community and uh, and sort of always adding value over there, and it's a big deal to me. That's really cool um, to be able to say like. You know, we, yes, we have, we've got, you know, all of the, not all of, but a lot of the really big natural light names are in that group because they're all my like close friends. You're the only weird strobist that I know. So, um, that's not true. I know a bunch of weird strobists, but you're the best. (laughs) And one day Um, we'll convert all you weird natural light photographers. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm getting there. I'm like slowly getting there. You guys will see the light. Um, literally, I think we, can we make a t-shirt that says that? Um, I'd love to. I, uh, let's do that. Okay. You guys, thank you so, so much for, for taking the time to, to listen to Jason and I just sort of banter back and forth. Hey, if you haven't already, it would mean a lot to me, a lot to me. Uh, if you would jump over into Facebook, send a request over to the photographic collective to join our group. There's a link in the show notes about that as well. Um, you know, the only thing that's really going on over there, if I'm, if I'm honest is, uh, is just people, with purpose, with some intentionality and with some positivity pouring into each other. It's just a chance for me to give. Also, if you haven't uh, followed Jason Vincent, you are the last person on earth. So make sure that you <laughs> click over and follow along uh, just his reels and his sort of behind the scenes. Listen, there's 10 million photographers these days doing these things, but Jason's are actually informative. I, I walk away from every single one of these reels feeling as though I actually could figure out how to do lighting the way that he does um, until Good. I'm in, in the streets of Hartford <laughs> under pressure. Um, uh, Jason, dude, thank you so much, man, for, for taking some time to hang today. My I really pleasure. appreciate it. I know your time is very, very valuable. Hey, tell us what else, you know, other ways that we can, uh, you know, engage and connect with you. Um, tell us about your Patreon. Tell us all the good stuff. Uh, yeah. So obviously I'm, I'm active in your Facebook group, so you can always, uh, hop in there. Um, Instagram is always a good place. I try and respond to every DM, every comment. Um, and then yeah, Patreon. So Patreon is essentially like a subscription based blog if you need to come up with a specific name for it. But basically I just make content every month, um, videos, how to type things, um, image deconstructions, editing walkthroughs and stuff like that. I also have a series that I'm working on over there um, called Seeing the Light. So if you're interested in starting um, off-camera flash, essentially what I do is I find interesting light throughout my house, figure out what's causing the light, how to recreate the light with flash when the light's not there, and then how to modify it in an interesting way to create something um, a little bit more dramatic, a little bit more interesting. Uh, And that's essentially how I learned how to use flash is just trying to modify it in a certain way without actually having to carry a bunch of modifiers. And that's how you see light. So, yeah. Dude. So, so cool. I, uh, dude, I, I just love that right there. Uh, I can't wait to see it. Um, Hey, I, was it you? I think that, that I told that I used the, uh, I found somewhere on Google. I used the Pringles can as a snoot. (laughs) No, you didn't tell me that. Um, (laughs) It is. I've got it right over here. I loved it so much. I literally grabbed, bought two of them and spray painted them black. So I don't look like I'm actually wandering around with like sour cream and onion Pringles. (laughs) That is the greatest snoot ever made, man. I don't know. Oh man. Uh, no, think, you got to get the Magmod snoot. Nope, I'm out. I want the Pringles snoot. I'm going to, I think I'm <laughs> going to actually write. Pringles, you at least have to keep it Pringles so that you can at I'm, least rep what, like your favorite flavor. I think I'm going to sign the side of it and then sell them. 
on the secondary oh, market. Okay, Guys, if you, you would like to purchase a, a <laughs> Pringles snoot from Miles with Boyer, um, just hit me in the show notes. Uh, it's a it's a one time fee, um, or we can actually do subscription based, and you can get a different color every month. This is oh, I like this it. is man, this is falling apart in a hurry. Um, <laughs> All right, Jason, I'm going to let you go, buddy. Hey, thank you. Thank you so, so much. Um, we, uh, we're just uh, honestly flattered, excited to, to be able to have a conversation with you. Can we do coffee soon? We say beer usually. Let's do beer. I like beer. I like beer too. Okay, let's do beer soon. Okay. Um, all right, buddy. Uh, you guys, thank you so, so much for, for tuning in. Again, my name is Miles Boyer. This is the, uh, the Photographic Collective Podcast. Um, and, uh, and y'all, the week is nearly over. So get out, do something actually valuable for your community, something positive, make new friends, just give something to somebody because they need it. And, uh, and we will see you again next week.